0: Welcome to the Mediumship Sisters Podcast. Follow our evolution as we explore spirit, share stories, teachings, guests, and our soul's path. We are your hosts. Hello, and welcome to the Mediumship Sisters Podcast. We are in season four, this is episode 14. And today I'm here with my BFF, Sierra, and we are back um, interviewing and chatting with Anne-Marie McKenzie. Um, Welcome, Anne-Marie.
1: How are you? Thank you for being here with us. (laughs) Thanks, I'm happy to be back again.
0: I wanted to share that the episode we did with you in May was actually the top episode played for this whole year. What So our conversation, which I think was like an hour-ish, which is hard because in podcast world, people don't always like our episodes, but you know, like that's a long time to listen to someone's conversation, but they did. And it was our top episode so far for this year. So Um, thank you. I think it's like close to a thousand plays, which is a lot. I feel like incredible. -hmm. Our conversation reached out, um, and yeah, to over a thousand people, which is pretty wow. Wow. Yeah, so thank you. And I wanted to tell Sierra as well and our audience that we are over three hundred, not three hundred thirty thousand plays for our episode for our podcast. Podcast. So that's pretty awesome too, in like sixty plus countries. Um, And so we're just Mm -hmm. thankful that our voices reach far and wide and to whoever needs to hear us and hopefully we inspire them to uh, live a a purpose that is suited for them or to open a path to see what see what can be, um, you know, what their future can hold with a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of following our hearts. So. Mm I just wanted to thank you for coming again and uh, thanking our audience for for listening.
1: So thank you for creating this platform and thank you for providing this opportunity for us to connect to so many people all over the world. I'm so grateful. I'm
0: so grateful too. So it's so awesome. I feel always humbled by it when, you know, like I look on Spotify, we're still number one on Spotify. We sometimes bump up and down, but for the most part, we've been like number one for mediumship and medium and mediums uh, Mm. six months plus at least this year. On Apple, we're like, we're between three and six. Usually we're not number one on Apple, but Apple is a bigger platform, I feel like. Um, But maybe someday we'll get there.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: We're just humbled by it. It's awesome. Maybe 2024. Yes.
0: Yes, that's good. Yeah. And I just stumbled upon it. I didn't even realize that we would be up that high. And then whenever I would like, my daughter's like, let me just Google, like, look it up. And then she's like, mom, you're listed number one. Like, what? Ah! (laughs) So it took me by surprise, quite honestly, that- that we are up there, but I'm so thankful and grateful and I love our conversations. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And thank you for being here. Um, We wanted to invite Anne-Marie back because she's a numerology guru. Um, She knows a lot about numerology and we we're thinking about like what's going up for 2024. What does that look like? Um, And just, you know, the inspiration. I mean, I know when I tune into energy. I feel like this completion happening, like things are finally falling into place and becoming more whole. And I just feel that intuitively, like it's like time to really honor who we are is kind of how Mm -hmm. I feel like the energy is coming in when I think about it intuitively. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So what do you, how are you guys thinking? I mean, Sierra, I know you've been doing so much artwork and And following your inspiration as well but i feel like for all of us it's like a lot of pieces are falling into place and amazing things are happening
2: yeah and i'm excited because um marie is going to do a little 2024 forecast for us and explain kind of what 2024 is going to bring and what the ruling number is which my ruling number baby (laughs) (laughs) it's
1: a good year and yeah when i intuitively feel into it, even before looking at different energies, like from numerology or astrology, it definitely feels like there's a big shift and a big change happening, uh, particularly as it relates to scarcity. So 2024 is a universal eight energy year in numerology. So for those of you who are very Uh, new to numerology it's quite simple it's two plus zero plus two plus four equals eight so that's where we get that number Uh, we have been experiencing this seven universal energy year which has been a rebirth of spirituality and it's been quite crunchy (laughs) and a lot of spiritual assignments are coming up for people have been uh, there's a lot of grief that's been involved uh, this year there's been a lot of opportunities for growth and expansion through healing. The A little bit of the eight energy comes through in 2023, where it mirrors for us aspects of ourselves that are wanting to be healed. And it makes perfect sense because the this year has been, um, seven's a spiritual badass. I mean, I can't talk about eight unless I talk about seven, because brothers and sisters right like they live beside each (laughs) other they work together and so the seven is bringing this energy in and ushering it into the eight and saying okay this is this is what I did my work is done here and is passing it over to the eight so the seven even though it was so difficult for so many of us that spiritual sense it's we lost a lot some was by choice and some was definitely not by choice I'm recognizing that I have a pattern where I lose somebody near and dear to me in seven energy years. I lost my papa this year. And in 2014, I lost my mom. Like, Oh, (laughs) okay. So knowing that and knowing this information, and this is why we wanted to have these conscious conversations is we can't control things. This isn't about kicking in our A-type into overdrive and trying to control things, but we can plan and prepare for it as best as possible. And I knew that, I knew that it was going to be a difficult year. I didn't know why. And not that I was like anchoring into negative energy or negative thought patterns, and then attracting that. It just is what it is. I'm like, I'm going to up-level, period. We all are. And up-leveling is not always easy. And so what can I do to create momentum and ease? And it's always having a higher level of self-care and putting ourselves first and focusing on our well-being. I call it wealth being and really Mm -hmm. focusing on mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, and physical health. So when those situations, experiences, spiritual assignments show up that we're not loving, then we've taken care of ourselves and we know to up level as well. So there's like a really strong foundation for us to, um, to work with, and we can go through things, uh, with our heads held high, we can go through things in a way that improves our bounce back rate. So it's not about not feeling the feels; It's about feeling the feels, and especially those low vibrational feelings and transmuting them into higher vibes. So how that relates to the eight energy this year is an opportunity for us to reclaim the power of infinite abundance. So when we think of 2023 and we reflect on it, there's so many of us that are going to look at all the things that we lost, but Mm -hmm. it's about being grateful for those losses as well. I did so many things right in my life and my business to be able to drop everything and just go be with my papa with no guilt no shame 100% present when i showed up my aunt said he's been waiting for you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what an amazing Aww.
0: feeling i love cool. that it's i just i have a lot of thing i know you're in the middle of your flow but mm-hmm. i i wanted to t- touch on that like um I, I feel your, your, your energy about the loss and, and, but then also the gratitude for being able to be participate in that and have those moments, right. That's brought you through it. Like being able to be with your papa, go there Mm -hmm. and spend that time and to, to put everything else aside and make him in that moment, in that time you had your priority. And that's the ability to to let go and not worry and just allow it to happen. I don't think it's as easy unless you do a lot of self-evaluation or self-like reflecting on yourself and understanding the energetics of the numbers that can be involved in our the energy of the collective are whole purpose of being here on this planet, right? This, this experience is to go through that, but if we can do it with as much grace and ease as we can. And when you spoke about the four bodies that spoke to me as well, like really, I, I spent a lot of time this last year too. self-care was like huge for me. I lost my mom at the end of 2022 in December. And then I, my daughter had an accident in February. And there was like a lot of things that just kept rolling and my grief just kept rolling. Right. Um, but because I have anchored in that, I know that I need to take care of my physical body, need to take care of my emotional needs, my emotional, you know, journaling, getting, I mean, doing this podcast helps me voice myself talking to like minds, being around in a community of like minds. And then the mental making sure that we know the difference between our ego and our, and our, um, higher self and who we are, and then also taking care of our spiritual being. So that is so important. I'm glad that you spoke about all that because I feel like healers need to look at all of those things when we take care of ourselves. Um, and it does make it a little easier to go through those horrible things that we can go through, through life. So, so thank you for sharing that. And, and I'm going to let you, um, share more about your story
1: but um Mm -hmm. to me the grief was huge for me as well last year definitely a common theme for 2023 and that's why so many of us light workers we've already ushered in the eight energy because we're done like we know how to do this work we're doing the work we're doing everything and we're balancing that masculine and feminine the best that we can but okay let's let's go and so many of us have already <laughs> brought that eight energy in and we're really excited about it. It's, I've been talking about it in many communities and we can feel that shift. I know both of you can feel that shift as well. Like even though <clears throat> in, in our area, it's a darker season and we have less light, there's, there's still this excitement and many of us are like, we can feel this thing that we're birthing. And not only can we like feel this thing that we're birthing, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it, but for a change, we're really excited to develop the systems around it and to build strong foundations. And this is that eight energy. When we look at the number eight and the shape that it holds, it's two concentric circles stacked on top of each other. And when we lay it on its side, it's the symbol of infinity. And that beautiful space that we want to be in is that sweet spot in the middle, which Paige, you were talking about to me <laughs> earlier. How <laughs> that's the spot where we want to be. Yes, that's the spot where we want to be. But the thing is with eight energy, the eight loves momentum. It doesn't want to be stagnant. So there's this opportunity to bring everything in from the seven energy year and to filter it through the lens of polarity. So bringing it through the light and the darkness, bringing it through the masculine and the feminine and learning how to traverse both sides. Again, with ease, grace, joy, love. (laughs) And it can be tricky, but the eight has us. The eight is a, It's a master number. It's about devotion and about commitment, especially to our craft. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) so
0: good. It's so yes. I study Mayan um, cosmology, and the eight is also. Um, The numbers go from one to 13 and it's a Mm -hmm. pure triangle. And so the top is where you can see everything from a higher perspective. Mm -hmm. And so that eight is just, just before that peak where you're looking over, I'm actually an eight, that's my Mayan number as well, but um, so that you can, you are, you have the ability to rise above, look down on yourself and have the awareness of like knowing more, the whole picture and kind of like you said weighing the good the bad all those things all that knowledge gets woven in where you can see clearer mm-hmm. you know because you're at a higher perspective so mm-hmm. that's interesting I love the the similarities obviously in that number. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah Sierra does too she's a really number eight so you're like yes bring it. I know she's
2: to number four, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it makes sense because of all the like I know where I'm going in next year. Like I know the creative like oomph that is coming, and I know that it's going to be incredible. And there's all this work coming, and the success coming, and all these things that I've been breaking barriers, you know, down to get here. And it, it's, yeah, it's exciting because, and I love listening to it because I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, that makes sense, yeah, oh yeah, right. love it. Okay, yeah. more, more, yeah. yes, please,
1: more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so validating. I. I do. One of my predictions is that spiritual entrepreneurs will be not just on the rise this year, but they will absolutely flourish. Nice, particularly and especially ones who, um, and I'm going to be talking about this in the December forecast in my community. But those who have laid the tracks,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like it's yeah. about laying the tracks at as an intuitive and as a creative. I have a tendency to have an idea and then I throw it out there, put it out there immediately because experimenting is part of the process. I am not afraid to fail forward. In fact, I expect it. I'm like, I'm going to make mistakes Mm -hmm. with uh, my newest creation. I'm like, there's going to be errors. There's going to be grammatical errors. There's going to be formatting errors. There's going to be glitches in terms of tech because being a seven of clubs in numerology, I tend to have glitchy tech, Um, it's part of my psychic powers as well that I am learning um, that it's my energy that causes this too so learning how to play with that and that's what the eight is all about is again this like experimentation process and this works and so let's lay those tracks for this to build a longer runway for what it is that we are offering so if we had this idea and we put it out there and we rolled it out within like a couple of weeks and we didn't quite get the results that we want, for me, it doesn't mean that it's a full failure. It's going back to those systems and the foundation and what tracks I've laid that have really worked. And what else can I lay in order to give, um, a stronger or a stronger track or like a longer runway for people in 2023. In especially in 2023. I mean, our nervous systems got rocked in 2020, in 2021, in 2022. And so that destroyed our ability to trust and it amped up our intuition. It was a really good thing. 2023 has definitely done that for so many of us, improved our uh, intuition and improved our psychic abilities. And the reason for that is because we are anchoring into the trust of 2023. So, We're listening to our own intuition. So we know, okay, that's a yes, but this is what it looks like. And in terms of attracting our soulmate clients, it's accepting and knowing that it takes a little bit more for them to trust you. Not always, not always, but for the most part, like in... In the business world, they used to say it's like, you know, seven to nine interactions before somebody feels comfortable to buy. And now it's around 20 to 23. Wow. Wow. That runway and those tracks in 2024 will support us in reclaiming that power of infinite abundance. So if we figure that out, and I know I have, have I done it consistently? Not always, but I definitely have tapped into it. It's not a coincidence. I know both of you will understand this, that right before my papa took a turn for the worst. So his birthday was in March. And right before his birthday, I did a podcast interview. And then I went and celebrated his birthday. I surprised him. And they were like, why are you here? And you don't want to say the inevitable. Like, it's mm-hmm. his birthday. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, didn't want to say that. But it was. I'm like, I just want every moment that I can. I want to savor every moment. And my family is because I have my own business. They're always concerned. Like, are you okay? Like, can you handle this? And I said, Yep. the Universe has my back. God has my back. It'll. It'll all work out. That podcast interview landed me 22 immediate clients, and two of them into my high ticket offer. And so abundance was absolutely flowing. I was really busy, and I'm mm-hmm. like, this is interesting that I'm this busy right now and can I just roll with that and accept it and be in it and have fun with it and then I clued in this is because I'm gonna have a really big low Mm -hmm. so it supported me in gathering up that energy and then literally there was maybe a couple new clients that were around the time that my papa got really sick, and he was turning quite quickly. And I reached out to them. And I just said, I need you to know that this is what's happening in my world. And so if our connection shows up, and I'm MIA, this is why I haven't abandoned you. um, uh, But this is it. And they said, you know what, why don't we just book it in like another month? they both offered it up and I said, I'm, I'm happy to keep this time. Like I I cool. don't have a crystal ball. I can't say this is going to be the time that I'm going to be off and brand new clients that don't know me at all said, let's just, let's just push it back. And I said, I'm, I'm happy to give you a refund, you know, gave them all these options and they said, no, no, we're just going to rebook it. I, I, and so I, it's, it's more of this is going to happen for us in 2024. This ease to attract what it is that we desire, because there's going to be a quickening. Eight is about manifesting, and there's going to be a quickening of manifestation.
0: Yeah, I think you, I, I, I totally agree. I, I agree with the, the energy, the transition, the people. I feel like the our collective vibration is rising. So like people are looking for for people to help them with their evolution more so now yeah. um i know in 2020 like <laughs> we always talk about like that was the year where everyone was like whoa what's going on and everyone kind of found some people re- you know found their thing if they didn't find their thing they were more present in their life because the world got a little shifter it, it brought mm-hmm. our life and we you know worked on family and relationships and that kind of thing but i feel like it elevated us a lot of us um to stop wasting time. Um, and then the last three years has kind of been like building that wisdom, weaving it in, figuring things out. Um, but I also feel like being authentic, like you said, like talking to a client and saying, Hey, I'm going through this hard time. I don't think I can show up. is so refreshing because I feel like there's a facade a lot of times that you have to be a certain way to be a professional and you can't tell people what is really going on in your life. And I feel like being honest like that is refreshing to clients. They relate to you because they know that you're, they're not alone, that you go through the same things they go through and that when you come out the other side, they appreciate that, that, you know what I mean? Like just bringing, so I feel like it's, it's like this elevation of, of our thinking now and our understanding and everybody's kind of i feel like we're flowing into a uh higher uh mm-hmm. vibration actually and and it's really shifting into next year with with a lot of people and and people that have kind of uh dipped their toes in their intuitive uh following mm-hmm. their heart all that i think they're really going to step make a step forward, I feel like there's a lot that are really wanting more, Mm -hmm.
1: Um,
0: you know, they want more of, of this, of more of understanding more of, of what is our purpose. And I think all of us, um, have a beautiful way of helping people do that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I love that this energy of eight really helps us see that and get there. You know, and empower us to get there.
1: Dharma alignment is definitely one of the predictions that I have for 2024, like on a much grander scale than ever before. So many people will awaken to their purpose, will understand it mm-hmm. at a much higher degree, will also really own their intentions, their desires what they want their life to look like, what they want their business to look like, that clarity is going to come through. Yeah. And it's been a culmination, right? Think about it, 2024 by design on a four energy year, systems crumbled and a new foundation was late. And then in 2021, they were like, okay, everything's really gonna change. And there was a lot of things that were outside of our control. And so many of us stepped into, no, no, sovereignty. I have (laughs) inner sovereignty. I am my inner authority, not you. Fuck off. Right. Mm -hmm. So that like sparked it because that five is so independent. The five is freedom. Like anybody who's a ruling number five, I'm like, you don't like to be told what to do, do you? And they're like, no, how did you, how did you know? Many of them are entrepreneurs because they need (laughs) to be their own bosses or if they are working in other Um, organizations they need to have autonomy so that makes sense for 2021 and then 2022 was supposed to be this uh balancing of it all and more harmony and more peace the low vibe of the six is conflict Mm. we saw that right (laughs) and then then we bring that into 2023 which again is another amplification of that five energy of that deep desire for freedom
2: Mm
1: And not just freedom, but freedom with joy woven in because it wasn't so joyful. Yeah, like we experienced. I think a lot
0: of people figured out in simple ways, like how to fill themselves up, like what makes me happy. And like Mm -hmm. I do it every day. I do little bits for myself because I know that if I don't keep my cup full, it Mm -hmm. gets washed out by, you know, all the things that pull us out. So you have to refuel yourself or you're just empty. You don't have that creative vibe. You don't have the energy to help someone else, but you have to work on yourself. And I think that really forced us to figure it out. Like what makes me happy, you know, Mm -hmm.
1: for that. One of the heart-centered rituals and non-negotiables, if I'm being honest, that I really encourage everybody to to accept in 2024 is finding their joy but especially as it relates to their childhood so yes it's about infinite abundance yes it's about mastering our craft and deeper devotion it's about playfulness as well and when we look at it from the lens the energetic lens of masculine and feminine we know that we've been much grander on the masculine scale and The more feminine needs to be woven in and it has been and that's why the vibration of the earth has literally been increasing
2: Mm -hmm. because
1: we've been contributing to that to that collective and that's where that new earth paradigm is coming in and it's going to impact business there's a new business paradigm that has been uh, been ushered in as well and this relates to what we love to do as a child Mm -hmm. is what we actually love to do as an adult and remembering that yeah, I remember after losing my mom, I was in a therapy session. I just, I absolutely love my therapist. She's incredible. And <laughs> she's like, tell me what's coming up for you. And, and I had started to build this side hustle. This is a side hustle in, in at that time. And I said, well, honestly, like my biggest fear is that I'm going to put all of this time and energy and effort into something. And it's not my purpose. It's not what I'm supposed to be doing. And she said, Okay, well, I'm gonna ask you something really odd. What did you love to do with a kid? I'm like, mm-hmm. Has that anything to do with anything? Okay, so I'm thinking about it. And I said, Oh, I stayed with my papa and nanny. Um, my papa was 41 when I was born. So he was more like my dad, and my grandma was 39. So very much like my parents. Um, yeah and we had a big farm this giant farmhouse that was haunted I think we talked about it in the last episode that I did with you guys it was awesome I loved growing up there and my grandma would feed everybody lunch and when they would come in for lunch I set up a store in her sewing room my grandma was a seamstress and my mom was (laughs) and she had a button drawer so I'd lay out all my buttons and I'd have my cash register I was like five years old and I would have them come in and purchase things from my store and she said okay that's cool What else? And I said, "Hmm." well, I'd line up all my Cabbage Patch kids and all of my stuffies, and I would pull out my chalkboard, and I would play teacher. I would teach them things. And she's like, oh, that's really cool. What else? And I said, well, I did really love reading. I remember being an excellent reader, and I was very good at writing. And I remember in kindergarten, I was even able to write cursive. And she said, what did you do with that? And I said, well, I love drawing. And when I got a little bit older, I started making books with my friends. Remember, choose your own adventures.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So we would, we would make choose your own adventures or we'd create like, co- like collaborate and create these books where I'd like, I'd write a paragraph and then you pass it over and then they yeah. write a paragraph and you'd keep building. And she goes, so let me get this straight. You are an entrepreneur who loved teaching <laughs> yeah. and creating things like books. Yeah. Like, what you, what's your business right now? And I was right, like, bing, bing, bing right okay this makes sense and this is also why I decided to take my soulful planner that I created for my community in a lot of my programs and birth it out into the world because making books is something that I've always loved I remember my very first one and I wish sometimes I wish that I lived in a digital age because then I would have copies of it but I don't but the adventures of snowy Mm -hmm. owl was really fucking cool if I might say so myself like (laughs) My friend Amy and I did all the illustrations on our own and we did the, all the story. And, and I know that that's what 2024 is about is tapping into those things that we found joy in that we thought was really fun and and not just joy and fun, but brought us into the present moment. Mm-hmm. I remember bringing this up. In uh, my monthly circle, I have a conscious business collective when we gather every month. And I, I brought this up and one of my soulmate clients said, I didn't really have a childhood. I just moved into adulthood and I could definitely relate to that. That was me as well. And she said, I felt like I didn't have time to play because I was always in charge of something. There was always responsibility that I had to tend to. And I said, well, when you did hang out with your friends, what did you do? And she said, I was the person that gathered everybody around the block. And Mm -hmm. we would go to an open field around the flowers and we would daydream and we would visualize things and we would talk about the clouds and the shapes of the clouds. And I said, so let me get this straight. You literally gathered people to support them in connecting to a higher vision. And she said, yeah. I said, what do you do in your business? She works with spa and, oh, sorry, spa and wellness owners all over the world. And that's literally what she does.
0: <laughs>
1: that's awesome.
0: And now I'm thinking, like, what did I do? Sierra, what did you do when you were a little? I mean, you must've drawn, but.
2: I drew I drew and paint. I painted a lot, lots of cursive writing, yeah. Um. lots of imaginary friends I <laughs> talked to. Saw people, uh, I, I was talked to say. people, I connected to the- spirits when I was little, I did yeah. a lot of painting, so apparently I'm on the right track. <laughs> okay. I
0: was going to say, me too, I think I played in the dirt and made like, talk yeah. to stones and fairies in the woods, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two imaginary people, and I was a very, yeah, creative kid, making things mm-hmm. all the time mud pies on the side of the house and two worms I used to throw my fingers in the garden and yeah I would come in and my mom would be like what you're always so dirty yeah yeah then I would would take a tub and fill it all the way up and pretend I was a mermaid and swim around in the tub (laughs) (laughs) like oh I had a very yeah creative life yeah when Mm -hmm. I was same now yeah I love it
1: yeah it seems so simple, and yet it's so challenging to so many of us because, again, we've just been so conditioned to be in the masculine for so long. Yeah. And we're going to burn a lot of things down in 2024. I know that that process has already started in 2023, especially in november december january february because right now we're in this washing machine cycle is what i call it so we've had we're in a death rebirth cycle so this is in november's a nine energy month december's one energy january shifts to a universal eight energy year but it's actually a nine energy month and then february's a one energy month so we're like death rebirth death rebirth and everybody's like Ooh, what's happening i <laughs> can't you know we're like uh, i think i'm letting this go i think i'm starting something new i have to forgive this oh my gosh some darkness is coming up but now i'm really happy okay we're going <laughs> to celebration and it's like just this constant wish wash back and forth and it's a really good thing because it's supporting us to burn things down and the eight is going to mirror for us so many things and mm-hmm. one of those mirrors is going to be obviously all of those things that no longer serve us, particularly as it relates to our obligations, the things that we do because mm-hmm. we think we have to do it. Oh, well, this is my responsibility. I've always done it. So I have to keep doing it. And also the things that we do to please other people.
2: Yeah. I love it. Cause I've already oh, got so. offerings that I've like chucked off my table for next year. I'm like, I'm not doing that. And I'm not doing that and I'm not doing that because people ask for it and then they don't show up. I'm like, I'm so done with it. Mm -hmm. I was talking
0: to someone else the other day about just saying no, like Mm -hmm. saying no, that doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. And I think it's hard for people to say, like put boundaries, like, oh, you want to be able to be that person for all your friends, for your family. You want to be able to say yes. You want to be able to help them and, you know, lift them up when they need it but sometimes you have to say no and i think it's hard for people but i think more and more it's so important to put yourself first sometimes and so that you can have that energy and respect and trust for yourself so that you can say yes when it feels right or when you yeah. know you can do it cuz i I, don't, I never like to do things half you know, halfway. I like to be able to be present and say yes and be devoted. So there is times where you have to say, no, I can't fit that in. I am just at the point where I can't do anymore right now, but maybe it will change. So I see that like making those decisions right now feels like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to do this or I can't, I'm not sure how that's going to go. And I'm kind of just letting, I'm letting myself wash basically (laughs) washing myself so that I'm clean coming up I'll be able to see clearer. <laughs> so I'm just allowing. Yeah. So that makes sense. How we feel mm-hmm. like
1: we're in a washing machine
0: <laughs> makes sense. Well,
1: the saying no is an art. It definitely takes practice. Oh. It's not easy. Burning yeah. things down, letting go of obligations, people pleasing these it's not easy. However, when we see our dharma, when we know our purpose, and we spend time hanging out in that energy. And casting that vision of ourselves in the future, whether it's 25 years, 20 years, 10 years, five years, three years, one year, whatever it is. Yeah. When we learn how to do that, that's a piece of manifestation and we bring it into the present moment. That's when those things will naturally fall away. That's when it gets easier because we can see this isn't going to support my highest good, which is the highest good for all. This isn't going to support me in my purpose. yeah. And so what does that look like for me to say, no, how can I practice that? That's one of the things that I do often with my soulmate clients, they want to say no to something and they don't know how and mm-hmm. communicating and relating uh, are some of my top strengths. And so we practice that usually I rhyme something off and they'll say, can you say that again? Say, no, <laughs> like that was really good. And so I'm glad that my online sessions, they're all recorded and we get that. I'm like, yeah, that was gold. I'm like, I can't remember everything that I said, but it was really gold. So if you could anchor into that and you know, practice yourself and support yourself uh, by setting energetic boundaries, those Mm -hmm. boundaries will support you in being energetically open to life and business in the mental plane, in the physical plane, in the emotional plane, and in the spiritual plane. And in doing so, then not only are we connecting to higher levels of inner sovereignty, we're connecting to higher levels of joy. We're connecting to higher levels of freedom. Then we connect to higher levels of infinite abundance. And then we realize, wait a minute, the more I have, the more I can give. And that's what I want to (laughs) do is just give. And so this makes sense. This makes sense to do it in a way that's sustainable. And it is about that, again, that sustainability piece. That's why I'm talking about building the runway and laying down the tracks. And because the eight, I can only see eight as two fours. I know we can get to eight with seven plus one, five plus three, six plus two. I know there's lots of other ways to get to eight, but I always see it as four plus four. And again, it's those two concentric circles and four love systems and structures and organization building foundations the four sees opportunity when most others see problems or challenges and the four knows how to call in the resources in order to make it happen and this is really key it's not about doing it alone Mm -hmm. so when we look at those when we talk about those things like burning it down and not doing things out of obligation anymore we realize like oh In order for me to access the resources to manifest what it is that I desire, I have to make space for those people and those things to come in. We can't just keep adding to our plate. Yeah. (laughs) It just, I mean, I wish it was that way sometimes. I'm like fire, 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 fire in my (laughs) astrology. Mm, I'm like, yeah, let's just keep doing more but it's about the law of momentum this year. And the law of momentum is really about those tiny steps, those teeny tiny steps that we do consistently that lead to the quantum leaps. Yeah. So like one little no, no, I'm not gonna come to your Christmas party this year. I really appreciate the invitation. Yeah. And I've always had such a good time. But I really need to manage my energy. And I want to make sure that at the end of the holiday season, I'm not burnt out waiting for a holiday after my holiday.
0: Yeah. So true. I feel like we have to let go of things that we've been holding on to can be emotional can be a physical, like, it's like declutter your Vessel, declutter yeah. your mind, declutter your spirit, and phys- your physical. Like I feel, too. Like declutter your physical also releases energy to make space for new. Doesn't mean you have to fill it back up, but yeah. it, you know what I mean. But our 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 whole being we hold that's, I mean, that's the whole root of things like why we have traumas. It can can sit there forever and just fester and keep coming up and keep coming up and keep coming up. And it's like, you really have to work on releasing a lot of things. It's not that you're going to forget, but you can intentionally say, thank you for being anchored in my body for so long, but it's time to go now. And like saying no to other people also allows the patterns to break, like yeah. the walls to break down and you can rebuild a new system and structure and environment, outer and inner environment yeah. so that you can move into the other more easily. You can be more fulfilled, but you have to kind of, you can't have, you can't keep both in there and expect mm-hmm. not. You can't fill up something that you're already full, you know, so you've got to let stuff out, you know, physical moving. I mean, Sierra and I talk about it all the time, how we walk and go into the forest and how important it is to get outside and be with our animals and to like be present with our kids, like all of those things, um, allows us to let go of things, Mm -hmm. you know, and moving our structure. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. Just. I mean, we always talk about like, we need our every day. We, I go, both of us, I think go out every morning or and do our thing. I do it twice a day sometimes. Now it's in the dark though. (laughs) It's like five o'clock walking in pitch black with my headlamp on, (laughs) but I do it. (laughs) Hoping you don't run into a bear. Right, I
1: know. (laughs) I'm hoping they're going to sleep soon. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, again,
1: it comes back to, Having non negotiables and especially like these heart centered rituals that support us on all the energetic planes to just create this strong foundation for us to cast that vision and call it in into the present, into the here and now. Another one of the biggest mirrors for 2024 is going to be addictions. Eight is connected to addictions. And we're not just talking about things like drugs and alcohol or porn it could be something like people pleasing there's many people that are addicted to people pleasing because it gives them that hit of oh i'm liked oh i'm loved Mm -hmm. that stepping into that habit of it uh workaholic energy is definitely connected to the eight and so when i'm mapping out 2024 and my life and business the very first thing that I'm doing, and I always do this and I encourage my clients and my friends and my community to do is look at what you're not going to do first. So the number one is when, when am I going to take time off? When am I really going to tap out and not have anything to do with my business, for example? And when am I going to have quality time with the people that I love? And then what are the things that I'm going to do that brings me joy? Uh-huh. We're, we're about to have this really great vacation for a couple weeks and we're planning something special with my partner's daughter and he said well I'm going to ask her what she wants to do and I said no number one rule with kids don't ask them what they want to do present them with three options of things <laughs> that you want to do too and then that way it's a hundred percent something that we want to do and he goes <laughs> manipulate it, but I'm like, Hey, we're big kids. Like I Ooh. am a big <laughs> kid. I love doing kid things but there's some things that I find like super duper boring. And I'm like, I don't want to do those things. And so we're like, do you want to go to a trampoline park? It's like an obstacle and these nerfy things can like knock you down. Right. It's all of these uh, tubing. Like I love tubing. I love tobogganing. So we're presenting these opportunities for us to connect to joy and, and making those the highest priority. And then Uh it's, you know, getting outside, connecting to nature Uh, And looking at it from a bigger scale, and then also bringing it down to, you know, a scale day by day, like every single day, here's my five non-negotiables, drinking a lot of water, getting outside, connecting to nature, moving my body, a little bit of meditation and breath work, and cleansing and clearing my energy, whether that's with essential oils or crystals or putting my hands in some dirt, whatever, hugging a tree, whatever that looks like. That's first. First before we even get into like, okay, this is what I'm going to offer this year, or this is the job I'm going to go after, or this is the the house that I'm going to buy. All of those things need to be in place first. So again, that way we can train our nervous system to know that we've got it, that it's safe. Yep. That's, that's honestly what it's about. It's providing safety Like letting our higher self, our inner child, our inner teenager, our inner adult, right? Our shadow self knowing like, I got you. I'm going to take care of you. I've mapped it out. And there's going to be things that happen that are out of our control and we're going to be able to handle it. We're going to fail, but we're going to fail forward. I've got you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And that feels really good. It's so so important. It's so important. Yeah. Yeah
0: so important. Yeah, I st- I've been studying the shamanic Reiki worldwide and I know I've talked about this before, but I've been doing it since 2019 and it has the practices of that they offer in that program teaching me and then just the way that I intuitively um, utilize different things um has changed my perception of how i hold my energy or what things i grasp onto if that makes sense and also gives me tools that i can get through anything like we've had a lot of loss and a lot of sadness and a lot of things that go on but i can go through them easier because i have that center that i do every day so that my energy is whole as whole Mm -hmm. for that day Mm -hmm. And I fuel it up. It's like constantly we have to fuel ourselves up in order to get through those things. But when we do, we take care of ourselves. We can cruise through them a little easier with more grace. Just be more pleasant and kind and gracious for the good times. You know, we're more. We have more gratitude for those times that are just amazing. Because that's mm-hmm. what, right. Those memories mm-hmm. are what what last. You know, through another life. You have those that memories, really matters that's really what matters the most, yeah, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. I love it, I love it too. So, t- t- tell us about this beautiful soul planner because you created this soul planner to talk about 2024, the mm-hmm. eight year, mm-hmm. and beautiful Sierra did the artwork for the mm-hmm. cover and so i wanted to share it with everyone so explain a little bit deeper about it how to use it um in the artwork as well and how that came together um whoever wants to and Marie, you start because you created this beautiful planner so
2: well i'll start because <clears throat> she created this awesome planner and i knew that you were working on it and you're like hey i've got this planner I did this before. It was a digital download. My community loves this. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, okay, great. Yep. 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 And, And, um, and then eventually like, so I need some artwork for the cover and I have some ideas. Do you want to work together? And I was like, yeah, of course I want to work together. Okay. Let's see what you got. Um, and it was awesome because we sat down. Well, first of all, you emailed me, and she emailed me all these ideas, and oh, I like this, and I like that, and I like these colors, and this, and this, and this. And like there was like a bunch of images, and I was like, hmm, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Well, I don't know. And it's funny because when I create my work, it's very intuitive. I just know what needs to go where and what's going to happen. But Anne Marie was lovely because she had all these beautiful ideas. But I, and then, she, but you were great because you knew that the number eight represented specific colors, and. And then the different qualities that the eight would represent. So I was like, okay, that's awesome. So we have this conversation. And then we meet in a coffee shop a while later. She comes with all of her printed beautiful things that she likes. I printed them all out here. All the pictures that I really like. And I like this and this and this. And I think we should have that, not, not, not. She says. <laughs> I said, well, maybe. I said, well do, well, do you trust me? Like, would you trust me to come up with something else? Because I think there's something more than... These things that you're inspired by, and she was like, "Yes, okay, okay. What do you think?" I was, okay, well, I think we need a lion. She's like, "Oh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. I can get behind a lion because there was a snake was an option, and there was I had a lion on my board. I did have did you, a lion. Oh, do you have a lion on the board? board? Okay, I did. Yeah, yeah. Lion. Not a- as
1: epic as the one that you created.
2: There <laughs> was. there's a woman like there's a bunch of some lots of feminine things and I was Mm. like I don't know like but I feel like this planner isn't just for the feminine I feel like the masculine can use it as well very much Mm -hmm. um and so I was like I don't think we should have a meditating woman on the front of the cover because it just it makes it so direct to one market and I'm like I think we are more than that and um okay 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 so then it was great and then we're sitting there and talking about it and I was like it needs to have protea flowers. And she's like, what, what are protea flowers? I'm like, there's these gorgeous pink flowers. And so of course I looked it up. I showed her on the phone and she's like, Oh yeah, no, they are beautiful. So and then I was like, they, they have to be on there. She's like, well, why do they have to be on there? I'm like, I'm just telling you they have to be on there. I, I don't know why, but I know that they have to be there. Let's look it up. So we look it up and the protea represents uniqueness, diversity, boldness to create and to accept the inevitable changes. So that was really cool. Now the lion. Mm. Boom. And that came
1: intuitively.
2: That was intuitively to go with the lion. Now the lion, of course, is an African animal. Well, the protea is the flower of South Africa. So Mm -hmm. we're like, oh, well, that makes sense. They together as well. Another yet another, not coincidental, but another connected piece of this piece of artwork um and then we we're talking we we're looking at more flowers so I was like there's something else or something else and then I think that Emery did you bring up forage I can't remember anyways one of us were I brought up okay I brought up forage I was like there needs to be these other flowers in the hair forage flowers and I was like oh yeah yeah forage would be great they're little purple flowers and I grow them in my garden like crazy they're amazing pollinators and you can eat them and they're really sweet the the flower themselves are really sweet so all summer long I ate forage flowers out of my garden with raspberries in the morning and Anyways, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. And I looked them up and they were a symbol of courage. And in the 1800s, women in Scotland would put them in their hair before they would go into battle um, to represent courage. And so they would wear them in their hair. And I was like, this is amazing because I wanted to put these little borage flowers in this lion's hair. Um, So, yeah, it was just awesome. And then the universal background, of course, just these purples and this richness and this vastness. Um, in the background was really important as well. So, yeah, it was an absolute pleasure. It was so much fun to make. Um, and I'll let Anne Marie go into talking about the book itself because it is incredible. I have the weekly planner myself because I am not a I am not a daily uh, journaler as much as I would love to be. I have too many other sketchbooks and other things going on in my life yeah. that I I can't do one page every day, which is good because the, the as beautiful as daily is the daily is what 571
1: pages 522
2: <laughs> 522 yes <laughs> yeah. and um and my daily is like I don't know what is it you'll know 217 217. <laughs> 217 there you go mm-hmm. so I can hold it in my hands um mm-hmm. it's beautiful like you did a really great job you designed the whole inside of it and tell us mm-hmm. about like all of the the lovely goods mm-hmm. that we get inside
1: It really is an energetic management system. I am all about conscious business planning. That's what I do as a social business strategist. And there needed to be a marriage of the two. And so it really first and foremost supports us in managing our own energy on multiple planes. So shifting our mindset, shifting our emotional states, shifting our reality and Mm -hmm. connecting much deeper to our heart and at the same time making sure that we have a really strong foundation as a conscious business plan Mm -hmm. and weaving all of this practical to the magical for this soulful strategy for the year Mm -hmm. to bring your vision to life And in a really holistic way that honors all elements of your life and all elements of your business, because they're a mirror for each other. If we're not well in our life, our business isn't going to thrive. And if we're not well in our business, we're going to struggle in our life as well. So Mm -hmm. it needs to be both. It came out of necessity. I was using a specific planner for eight years and then, of nowhere it wasn't going to exist anymore and I remember being quite upset because it had <laughs> it had helped me change who I am uh-huh. on all levels energetically like, yeah. the person who I was in 2014 is not who I am at all today yeah and I wanted a continuation of that but I didn't see anything out there that had the structure that I was looking for that honored both the masculine and the feminine. Mm -hmm. I've always been somebody who knows how to create a massive to-do list and get shit done. But I wanted it, I want to do it differently. I want everybody to do it differently.
2: Is it a to-do, hold on Emory, is it a to-do list or
1: something else? It used to be a to-do list, now it's a to-da list. Because when you do it, you (laughs) get to say, ta-da!
2: It feels so much better.
1: Yeah. And it says ta-da
2: in the planner, just so you know, it is a ta-da list, not a to-do list.
1: No, it's not. I love it. Yeah, I love that. So it has the energetics of numerology and a bit of astrology. I didn't want it to be so complicated that people were like, oh my gosh, like this planet's in retrograde and it's a nine and it's a full moon, like what's going on? But also to sprinkle that in so for people who have done a lot of work and have strong psychic abilities and have worked in the realm of energetics for a while then I got them and for newbies there's so much there that's why it's 52 522 pages for the daily and 217 for the weekly that it's all there so there's the basics of the astrology for 2024, the basics of numerology and supporting you to not only understand uh, the full energy forecast for 2024, but also what's happening each month Mm -hmm. and understand the low vibrations and the high vibration of every number again. So we can support our bounce back rate. So if we know it's a two energy month or a two energy day, and we're like, I am very black and white today like i am in conflict with myself and other people then you can go oh yeah. that's the energy of the day and so what are my non-negotiables and my heart-centered rituals that i haven't tapped into yeah that's going to help me shift and transmit that energy i'm going to go grab the neighbor's dog and go for a walk and hug a tree come back spritz some essential oils take a few deep breaths put some frequencies on and change make that change yeah. uh it also has the conscious business planning pieces in it. I I know that as spiritual entrepreneurs, this is the entire business world, but particularly us as spiritual entrepreneurs that are the psychic sensitives, that are the intuitives, that are the creatives, mm-hmm. it really anchors us into our why on so many levels. Yeah. Because this is my vision, because this is my mission, because these are the soulmate clients I want to work with, because this is what I want to achieve at the end of the year, because this is what I want my days to look like, because this is how I want to spend my time, because this is what I want to create Mm -hmm. and get so intentional, but do so in a way that doesn't cause more work, which is my typical MO. It's like, oh, I'm going to do more. I'm going to work harder. And then therefore I'll achieve more and receive more. And we all know that that's not true. So mm-hmm. it supports us in understanding how to, how less can create more because we're approaching it on all energetic planes. Like working. So it's so, it's so fun. fun. I My clients, the reason why it's out there, honestly, is not because of me. It's because of my clients, and my community. Like I created it for myself. And then I thought, I probably should just like, what if I just put this in my conscious business immersion program and use it as a way for them to build their blueprint for their business? Yeah. So I tested it out and they loved it. However, they were also like, Anne-Marie, when the fuck do you have time to do this? Like, There was a little bit of like, (laughs) um, when am I supposed to have time to do this? And I said, fair enough. In numerology, I literally have something called the arrow of the planner. One, two, three is in my chart. I have to have a plan before I do anything. And I love having backup plans and backup plans from my backup plans and (laughs) learning how to be flexible and not trying to control everything has been my MO. So all of that is woven into it. And I really approached it from this sense of supporting them to understand if they keep doing what they've been doing, they're going to keep getting what they've been getting. Yeah. And so do you really want to make shifts? Because your thoughts and your feelings, plus your Mm -hmm. inspired action are going to inform your reality. So if you do not change your thoughts, if you do not change how you feel, if you do not change what it is that you're doing, you are Mm -hmm. not going to change your reality. And so it's a matter of prioritizing. What do you want? Yeah. What do you want? What do you want to create in this one great life that you have? And when you come at it from that perspective, it becomes a non-negotiable. This isn't negotiable.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It takes some time. Yeah, at the beginning of the year, I love spending a couple days on crafting a vision for the year. I reflect. There's inner reflections before outer actions for the year, and before every month because we really do need to pause and look at when, when amazing and celebrate it. Yeah, like hitting number one on Spotify. Yeah. And having out, like I didn't know that that our conversation was yeah it was. so well listened to like a thousand how do, like can we just stop and be like that is freaking amazing it's amazing wow, we did that I know <laughs> so good that's a we thing. Don't like, we just move on to the next thing. I'm like, Oh yeah, hey, I made a book. Okay. Yeah. It's up yeah. there. It's on Amazon and I've got this, like, you know, trainings and workshops and the digital <laughs> version you can buy. it. Yep. Yep. Okay. Next thing. Like, hi, yeah. you got to
0: savor your moment and be yeah. like, yeah. And ref- yes. Yes.
1: And, and, and use that <laughs> as this new, <laughs> as this new pathway forward to, improve our own self-awareness. Again, the eight is going to do it for us. It's going to mirror things for us. And it's also an opportunity to look at like, this isn't working, but why do I keep doing it? I have done this multiple times and I have failed at aspects of it multiple times and it's stopping me from wanting to move forward. So what are the little changes that I can make in my mindset, in my feelings, in my actions in order to create a different outcome. What does that look like? And then coming into the universal energies, this is like the eight is something that everyone in the collective consciousness is going to feel every single month. Those monthly energies is something that everybody's going to feel. So when we look at that, we can calibrate to it. Well, if this year is about infinite abundance, it's time for me to fucking put my big girl CEO pants on and consciously plan my business and specifically create a conscious spending plan? What do I want my money for? What am I going to spend my money on? And then what are my expenses? And how am I going to call that in? And what practices am I going to put in place to say, hey, universe, if not this, then something better. So be it. And so it is. What else do you got for me that I haven't even thought of? and make some magic happen. When we do that, we're expanding that energy that's already coming through for us, this energetic pattern that's already coming through. The universe will recognize, hey, Paige, Sierra, and Annie, they are here. They are here to play. They are here to play the game, and they are here to have fun. And it ends up being a heck of a lot more fun because it creates flow, because mm-hmm. it creates momentum and it creates ease. There's personal energy that comes through for each of us as well. There's many layers. And so a lot of my clients, we do uh, personal energetic forecasts, and the Soulful planner supports them and having that information and having a space to put it as well. And knowing that, you know, if you have a personal year eight in a universal year eight, And you're ruling number eight, Ah, (laughs) right? (laughs) And also to be real and recognize, okay, if three eights are showing up for me, addictions are going to show up for me. If three eights are showing up, overwhelm is going to show up because I'm too many steps ahead and I'm not being in that present moment. Mm -hmm. And I love fear setting just as much as I love goal setting. So really looking at like this scares the shit out of me and I'm I am I'm afraid. I'm afraid to fail. I'm afraid that nobody wants to buy the soulful planner because I'm human. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean I feel that way all the time or that I think that all the time, but it crosses my mind. What if people mm-hmm. don't buy it? What if somebody puts a terrible review on it, right? What mm-hmm. if there's there's a lot of what ifs. And so I look at those fears and I write them down and I get really clear on like the worst case scenario and this sounds like Anne-Marie's doom and gloom but this is me learning how to embrace the shadow mm-hmm. along with the light so I I honor it I'm like this is what I'm really afraid of this is the worst case scenario and I write it down and then I write down well what are some things that I can do to make sure that that doesn't happen like what do I have in my control Mm-hmm. why don't I hire an artist who actually knows what they're doing and get her to paint the cover and she <laughs> happens to be a really number eight so she gets what the eight <laughs> energy is all about and she can take my million ideas and anchor it into one that's really going to resonate with lots of people yeah and people are really going to have this visualization of what eight represents and just by that one vision they can go oh yeah I get what the eight is yeah. So we did that. Mm-hmm. And then the last part of like fear setting is, so what, so what if it actually happens? What if this terrible, awful thing, horrible thing actually happens?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You're still going to be alive. You're going yeah. to be okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: the, the reality is though, because I know my energetic code, that's not going to happen. I'm a right. free I expand ideas. Abundance is my birthright. I also have the arrow of activity, which is seven, eight, nine, which literally means everything that I choose to do turns Uh to gold. I have the Midas touch. I bring it across the finish line Uh every single time. So when, and kind of a big deal is one of my heart compasses, which is a part of the soulful planner, choosing how it is that we want to feel and our values to support us in making those decisions. Kind of a big deal is one of mine because I want to make sure that humility is a part of everything. Mm. So when you said our episode was the number one listened to, yeah, there's a part of me that's like, I'm not surprised, and not because I'm an egotistical asshole, but because <laughs> I know, I ah. I know my energetic code. Mm -hmm. And I know that I'm a great communicator. And I know that I'm a great, great at relating to people. And I know that strategy is one of my top strengths. I know who it is. I know my dharma. I know my purpose. I know what it is I'm here to do. I know the medicine that I give other people. I know the problems and the challenges that I have had, that I have overcome, that I can guide and mentor and teach and support and coach and empower other people to go through. That clarity, that validity just blows blows everything out of the water like it just yeah. it, ta- it taps you into the power and the confidence and the courage of the eight to just go and do what you're meant to do just yeah. go be you and go be great at it and accept it yeah and see what we can call in because of it anyways I could talk about the planner, <laughs> the whole planner all day long but I it's the first time it's been printed so yeah. I chose to have it printed through Amazon, so it should be available in all marketplaces. Yeah. Um. I also create the digital versions, so for daily people like me, when yeah. you travel or you go work at a coffee shop, you can upload it to your favorite tablet, your phone, uh, use a markup app, and that way you don't have to carry the book around re- with you if you don't want. But most importantly, I offer trainings for only forty four dollars. Is the digital and all the trainings. Because I want people to really understand how to use this tool. And I really yeah. want people to feel supported and, and empowered in creating that conscious business plan for the year moving forward and, and know these are the numerology pieces and these this is what I do to align and calibrate with that, to call yeah. in the different reality, whatever that looks like, whatever success looks like that looks like for us. Yeah, Be Beautiful. I that i feel so like- then
0: go
1: ahead <laughs> oh i was just gonna say yeah
2: to to find it it's the 2024 soulful planner for spiritual Ent- entrepreneurs mm-hmm. um <clears throat> you just look up soulful planner 2024 soulful planner
0: mm-hmm. on amazon
2: mm-hmm. it should pop up
0: yeah I, yeah by um, Marie mckenzie mm-hmm.
2: yeah by Emory mckenzie and then you can also go to your website to get the digital mckenzie mm-hmm. mckenzie
1: um, oh, okay, yes, yeah, so you'll be able to find links and you can put them in the show notes. Yeah, I
0: put them in the show notes. I'll put everything there yeah. so that you can get to it. And yes,
1: the other thing I'll gift to your audience on that's free on December 7th, I'll do the full energy forecast. It's a channeled event, so there's some things that um, I've already connected to, but I do this hour and a half to two hour channeled live event. To support people in understanding this deeper. Um, so, I'll send that link as well. And that's absolutely free so they can catch the live with me at noon Pacific Standard Time or they can catch the replay. And I developed uh, an ebook with just the 2024 energy forecast. So, it is a part of the Soulful Planner, but you mm-hmm. can download that ebook for free. And that's a great place to start to just begin understanding the energetics and begin uh, inner reflections before outer actions, like really hang out in 2023 and look at all elements of your life and business and create some goals moving forward that are rooted in getting open about living soulfully. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: How fun it would be to gather a few friends or entrepreneur friends and then download that together. Everybody get your copy and then order your copy of your Soulful Planner and make it all
0: work support these two amazing ladies here i feel Mm -hmm. like collaboration is a huge i feel like collaboration is like keeps flowing over year after year Mm -hmm. bigger and bigger and i really feel like sharing and um within a community is so important coming up i know that you know that too Anne marie and sierra but I feel like building community, however that looks for you, whether you have to do online or if you can find stuff in person, really find like minds and you'll really bring each other up. And I think that's so important.
1: I feel like this is a wonderful tool to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, 100%. I know my community saw the cover art and there's a lot of numerologists in my community and they immediately were like, how do i get my hands on that and i said here you're going to sell prints or something right like should we get yeah these yeah. or yeah you know, yeah yeah bags or pencil
2: pieces be... or something <laughs> yeah 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 there'll be um there'll be journals uh available there'll be canvas cliche prints in a multiple like multiple sizes that you can choose from as well as paper prints um they will all be on my website they're not there yet uh, I'm just doing one last sourcing bit on the cams cliche prints to make sure everything's up there properly for you. So ordering is simple and easy. Um, yeah, they are coming. They are coming to the world. I do have prints. I just don't have them on my website yet. I am. I am one woman. <laughs> <laughs> I am one woman. And, uh, yes, I am also in market season of selling a lot of my art in different venues at the moment. So, uh, it's yeah. been very full life is very full with two kids and being a working mm-hmm. mama mm-hmm. right that's that was right. great though. i'm really excited to get it out there and um yay it's
0: been a pleasure working with you emory as yeah. always it was, it was so fine. lovely talking to you i feel like we're we are going on how long have we been recording sierra I know. quite a
2: while an hour and yeah. a half
1: <laughs> We love you. We love all of you for listening, for listening right till the end uh, and just for being with us. Thank you. you We're going to have
0: Anne-Marie come back, I'm sure, because we actually want to do something with her. Um, But we'll keep that under wraps for right now, but uh, (laughs) because we could go for another hour and a half. So, um, but thank you for coming in and sharing all of your knowledge. You are just so well-spoken and wonderful to share with everyone, all your offerings. And I know Sierra and I enjoy you. So thank you for being <laughs> with us and sharing. Thank
1: we you love you Thank you, Sierra. Lots of love. Thank you. Mm.